What do you do to make sure that you move your body every single day? Christina here with Nina's Journey. Each week, we're going to hang out and walk through a topic that's going to light our soul on fire. Together, we're going to unpack past experiences, talk through feelings, and so much more. Together on this podcast, we will learn to love, live, and grow. Because I believe when we learn to love openly, we will begin to live with vulnerability. And ultimately, that is when we grow. Welcome back, friends, to Nina's Journey Season 2. We are continuing to work through our health and wellness journey, and on this week's episode, we're going to talk about movement. But first, I wanted to give you guys some updates. I've been absent for the last month, and it wasn't expected. I am okay. There are some things that are going on in our family with our my sister-in-law who had something you know unexpected in her life, and she needed family. And so we stepped up to fill in that space to help her. And while her story is not mine to share, you know, my experience in this is something that I can share. And I needed to be available to her. And I, and I was doing all of the work that I do on Nina's journey, just on a more one to one basis. And so I gave myself some grace and I poured myself into that area of life and I haven't been able to necessarily be here on the podcast with you. In addition to that, uh, our daughter has got some updates as well in her journey. I'm going to be starting a newsletter for Nina's journey and I'm more likely to kind of open up and walk through that story there. So if you are interested in learning more about what's going on with our oldest, there is a newsletter that you can sign up for and I will put my contact page in the show notes for you guys. That being said, staying afloat just it hasn't been easy. And that totally aligns with the message in today's episode. Activity is imperative. I want to talk through with you guys how I approach activity and the importance of it and why moving your body every single day is life. I have some fun options for you. I'm really excited to share and unfold how I have developed a daily habit in moving my body every day. But first, I want to talk about the product highlight. We are still partnering in season two with Nicole Bird and Mission Nutrition. I'm bringing to you this week the beverage mix. There's two flavors, peach mango and wild berry. This is honestly one of my favorite snacks. It at 70 calories has a action-packed protein game of 15 grams. I often use this as a mid-afternoon snack or I actually even use it after a workout. Overall, the product gives a great burst of energy and it's due to that protein. It helps satisfy hunger that comes in between meals. It is a powder. It mixes very easily with water, but I wanted to share with you how I usually make it. I actually make what I call my famous spritzer. 
I take the, the beverage mix itself and I mix it with bubbly water. That's just like that carbonated kind of water that you can get. And I put in a serving of the metabolism tea and bam, I have a, what I call decadent drink. I mean, seriously, if I had Malibu, you could throw it in there. I mean, it would be just perfect for the beach to be quite honest. But I mean, since we're still in the midst of winter, you know, we can just dream of beaches. I'm ready to dive in today's programming, but first, a question from the audience. How do you do it? Friends, that is a great question. Would you believe me if I said, some days I'm really not even sure. What I do know is that my why keeps me going. Being inspired, that's what keeps me on track. It gives me the energy. It, it motivates me. It does all the things so that when I'm looking at a heavy workload for the day or the week, I have that to lean on, that inspiration. It pulls me forward. I also have systems. I'm a methodical person. I'm analytical by nature, and I love systems. They keep me on track. They keep me organized. It all comes with trial and error. I have a plan of attack. I give it a whirl. If it sucks, I'm like, all right, let's try something different. And then I start to take pieces of what worked for me during this time and and take out things that didn't and kind of adapt and mold. Right now, I use uh, Panda Planner. It is what I use for all things life. I have a monthly calendar in there. It has a weekly breakdown where I keep track of my weekly goals and then daily pages. And so there I have literally the whole family color coded. Everybody gets a color. Everybody's stuff's on the calendar. Yes, it is paper. I loved colored pens. It's my jam. I also keep track of my workouts there. So if I've got a training program, I pencil that in and I can set monthly goals. And that kind of keeps me as I I'm working through the year and then I take the weekly pages and break down my monthly goals. And that is all really like my day job, my family, my personal life, personal goals, etc, etc. I also use the Start Today Priority Planner. That's a new addition to my systems tool belt. I use it for Nina's journey and the business needs. I schedule out all my content. I create my themes. I've got, you know, parties with people and all the things, uh, podcast content. It's how that, it's how I work through things from a quarter basis. And that literally only houses Nina's journey slash the business content. And that really helps kind of keep me focused. And then I fold my tasks into my Panda planner on those daily pages. The other thing that really actually helps me is my gratitude practice, and I've talked about that in the Start Today journal, but those are all things that help me stay organized, on track, moving in the right direction, you could say. The other thing that I would share is habits. I can't preach this enough. Success is built or dismantled by habits or the lack thereof. Let me repeat that. Success is built or dismantled by habits or lack thereof. I am not top-notch all the time. I've got energy. I've got goals. I am a high performer. I've got all the things. I've got a high energy. I get it. I'm not perfect. But what I'll say is that when I get knocked off my axis or when I'm dealing with the unexpected, 
I go through those moments. And then what brings me out of that is the fact that I lean on my habits. I always fall back on these healthy habits that I've created for myself that are legitimately the main foundation of why I'm so successful. Other things that I think help me make it all happen is I meditate. I actually have an episode coming up next week about meditation and what that does for me. I have a growth mindset. I have a view of abundance. I believe that I can manifest the things that I'm seeking because I'm bringing in the things that I am. I believe that my success does not hinder somebody else's success, that there's enough for us all. So that really helps pour in good energy, good resources. And ultimately, I trust that I'll always figure it out. Whatever the day, whatever the project, I just take it apart I use my systematic approach of taking it into bite-sized pieces and I create focus. I also make things fit where they need to be. Right now, I am sitting in my car. It is almost 10 o'clock at night and I promised myself and I promised you that you would get this podcast episode on time. I made that promise, that commitment. I had training today. I got my workout in. I did all the things. I'm at my home farm. People are sleeping and I needed to be able to record this in like my most authentic freeing way without being disruptive. So I'm sitting out here freezing my ass off in my car with this makeshift setup of the computer and the microphone and I just I just make it happen. Really For me, being successful and being a high producer is like being a power plant. I generate my energy and the more energy that I generate, the more that I have. And it just keeps, it just keeps me going. The last thing I'll share is that often we hear busy people get things done. For real, I'm a firm believer that busy people just have really good systems and they're not afraid to ask for help. So we can accomplish more when we are arming ourselves with good systems and people around us. I don't do this alone. I'm not afraid to ask for help and neither should you. So if you've got big goals and you're not sure how to do it, if you're watching somebody who's a high performer, just know that they've likely failed multiple times, figured out what worked, got some good systems, developed the habits and lean on those that they trust and We just figure it out. Speaking of figuring it out, I am so happy to be sitting here and talking to you today about movement. And I want to take you back to March 2019. Why? Because that's really where my journey started with the understanding of how important movement is in your day and why you should do it every single day. At that time, I was at a crossroads. I wanted, no, I needed change. Yes, I needed something to change. I was not happy in my own skin. I was ashamed of my body. I was just so exhausted all the time. I had recently read in a book about how important it was to move your body, and there was a reference towards 30 minutes a day. So that was the starting point. I said, I can do that. I'm going to carve out 30 minutes a day. I'm going to give myself some rules and a framework, and we'll give this a shot. My rules were that I was going to move my body at a minimum of 30 minutes every single day 
regardless of what it was. The intensity didn't matter. The type of activity didn't matter. It was that I was setting aside those minutes to physically move my body. I wasn't counting folding laundry or chasing children. I literally was carving out that time for myself, which was very pivotal in the foundation of creating this habit that yet carries me through each day. That 30 minutes is ingrained in me. That is my goal. And if I'm running and I'm tired and I want to give up and I'm super crabby and I think I should take up a different hobby like knitting and I'm at 25 minutes, I'm like, nope, I got to get five more, 30 minutes. That's, that's That's the cutoff. Like that's what you committed to. Usually by the time I hit 30, you know, I've gotten over my funk, you know, because that's what I kind of go through up and down and running if I'm having a bad day. And it's like, well, I've gone this far. Why can't I go another mile? And then pretty soon I'm six, seven miles into it. And I feel amazing when I'm done. But again, I digress. Um, What I called this approach, uh, this framework for myself was Nina's high score. And it really was born from a Christmas gift that we got from my family. And during that Christmas time, we got a bop it. I don't know if you've ever used a bop it, but you it's got little little commands and it's like bop it, twist it, pull it, all those things. And you go until you mess up and then it like hollers at you. And at the end, this is where it's really important. At the end, it'll say high score and then whatever it is. And Either you met it or it's there to taunt you. And so what happened was grandpa had got it to high score 100. And for months and weeks and I don't know, probably even years, I have no idea when or how long ago this was, but it still says high score 100 on that damn thing. And it still drives me nuts. Anyways, while I was coming up with my activity framework, I was like, hey, I found out a way to beat him. I'm going to do my high score of exercise every day. I'm going to go to 101. Then I'm going to call him up and say, boom, I beat you. Victory's mine. Yeah. Mic drop. Okay. Maybe it didn't quite go like that. Maybe it did. I'll leave that up to you. But anyways, I took my framework of 30 minutes a day and then it was a streak and I wanted it to be every day. And the point of that was is that I was beating my high score from the day before. So high score one, and then the next day was going to be high score two. And I essentially came to just competing with myself. I was just working to be better than I was the day before. And so their high score was born. I was going through it. I was crushing it. I was 19 days into my streak and bam, something happened it wasn't even something cool. It was tax day for real. It was tax day. And I don't know if you like to do taxes. I don't necessarily like to do taxes, but there I was. It was 1030 at night. I was just getting things submitted so that the IRS would be happy and all things could be right in the world. And I just couldn't. The thought of going downstairs to walk for 30 minutes on the treadmill was just too daunting for me. And I missed it. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning and I was shattered. I had to start over. Why? Because I'm a rule follower and I made a promise to myself and I said I would start over. You miss a day, you start over. And that's how my high score was going to work. So I sulked for six days. I emotionally ate. I was on exercise strike. It was comical at best. And then I woke up day seven and I was like, hey man, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, if you do not pick this up, 
today and you have a streak of seven days of pouting, you'll never do it. And that was it. I took day seven as day number one and I started over with a new streak in my high score. I was cruising along, I was kicking butt, and I was at 99. It was amazing. I was about to hit 100. I was ready to knock that Boppet score straight in the keister. And you know what happened? My daughter ended up in the hospital. Rocked my world. I, I don't even know how to tell you. I mean, my high score wasn't in my focus at that moment, but I will tell you that when I realized after I was in the moment of oh my God, my daughter's in the hospital. We've been here for days and I broke my streak. She was in the hospital for 20 days, friends. There was so much uncertainty. There were points of that journey where we thought we might lose her. It was such a sobering experience. I never left her side. And though when I found opportunities, I did walk the hallways or find a way to get activity in my day, I I thought about my rules and I called my mom and I was like, I was there. I was about to hit 100 and now I have to start over. I said, mom, please tell me not to start over. And she said, peanut, you've worked so hard. You can't start over. And so that's where the first evolution of my rules came into play. I mean, they were my rules, right? Like, I can change the rules. They're mine. I didn't buy a book with these rules. So I said to myself, okay, life can happen. How do I tweak this so that I'm still using my framework and progressing? I decided that I would allow myself to make things up. So I made up every one of the missed high scores during that hospitalization. And I was so proud. I got them all caught up. And then I decided that my rules would be if life happened, I had to make them up within the week. And it didn't happen very often, but I did it. Those were my new rules and they worked for me. If life got crazy and I needed to make it up on a Sunday, I did as long as I made it up within the week. I was killing it. I was cruising. The high scores were racking up. And then COVID happened and I got behind and that really took a chunk out of my high scores. I started working at making it up because I told myself, you know, unexpected, life happens. And then this last February happened. And so I guess I just want to first ask the universe, like, what's up? Why me? Eh, I don't think it's going to tell me. But what I've learned through all of this is that my high score is my way. It's my way to compete with my yesterday. And I compare myself to nobody but the version of myself yesterday. Each day I wake up and I tell myself that I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. And that's how I work. This is my habit. That's how this works for me. And I continue on this commitment to myself. And I've tweaked my rules and I'm happy and I keep going with it. Um, I started a Facebook group as well. You can look it up. It's Nina's High Score. Um, my rules are mine and you can borrow them if you'd like, but I'm here at high score 686. Yes, I kept the count from the day that I picked it back up. I 
never rolled in those other 19 days. I think it makes for a part of my story that attaches to who I am, and that's being authentic and honest to myself. But I track it on a calendar. I do not allow myself to front load or bank days. I do allow myself to make them up. And it has to be because life happened. I don't skip workouts and say I'll make it up tomorrow. My high scores are a very regimented piece of my every single day. If you are interested in the inspiration, you can look for the Nina's High Score group on Facebook. I'll be getting back in there. I post my workout for the day and then my reflections of the day or how my workout impacted me or whatever the run is. It really is solely for inspiration and to whoever wants or needs it in that moment, you are welcome to follow me on that journey. You can post your own workouts. Uh, It is whatever that the community decides to make it. So I encourage you to sit down and write your rules. I would encourage you to make sure that you use the foundational rule of 30 minutes per day and then figure out what works for you. Pick an activity that you will enjoy and what fits for you. My activity of choice is running, and I'll talk about that on a later episode this season. But for this episode, I wanted to give you some options. I wanted to support another awesome lady in my circle, and her name is Kelly Krause. She's a Beachbody coach, and she's an absolute gem. I do use Beachbody On Demand for strength training and some other stuff. I've started to kind of dabble in with the yoga. There's a yoga program in there. It's something that I can take on the go. There's a little app, little Beachbody app that you can use. So I have no reason to not get something in, you know, meet my high score if I need to, even when I'm on the go. So I asked Kelly if I could highlight her on my movement episode, and I even asked her a few questions. I asked her how long she had been using the Beachbody programs, and her answer was that she's been with Beachbody for five years. I also asked her which one of the programs is her favorite and why. She said that the 80-day obsession and nine-week control freak, they are both with a trainer, um... I believe it's Autumn Calabrese, and I'm really sorry if I butchered that name. I'm horrible with names. I'm so sorry. The last thing I asked her is if you could give one piece of advice in the space of establishing a workout regimen, what would you offer the listeners? And I loved her response. It was, don't be afraid to try new things so that you can figure out what works for you. Be patient because change does not happen overnight. It is absolutely okay to feel uncomfortable. And that is when true change happens. Kelly, I could not have said that any better myself. In fact, I posted that on my page this week. If it does not challenge you, it does not change you. I encourage you to check out her link in the show notes. Beachbody has an awesome set of activities from strength training to cardio to full body to yoga to all the things. And I, it would be great if you uh, reached out to her if you had any questions and support another fun-loving gal in the space of all things health. So thank you, Kelly, for letting me highlight and celebrate you this week. So there we have it, friends. 
We've covered over the last few episodes, hydration, nutrition, and now movement or activity. These are the basics. And next week, I have another interview lined up. And thereafter, we're going to be diving into mindset, mind shift, and how our thought processes drive our health. So I encourage you, get out there today. Move your body for 30 minutes because your body will thank you. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Nina's Journey, learning to love, live, and grow. If you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. I will leave you with this from Joel Osteen. Your job is not to judge. Your job is not to figure out if someone deserves something. Your job is to lift the fallen, to restore the broken, and to heal the hurting. And that's what we do here on Nina's Journey.